Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Welcome to New York Talk. This is the Rotherham United podcast, the podcast that follows the team that does everything the hard way. Um, we will look back at Thursday evening's game and then ahead to Monday, Bank Holiday Monday, which could secure our fate. Could secure our fate. Um, we will go through all the ha- happenings of Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday as well. Busy few days. Um, Mix with us first of all. How are you doing, Michael? I'm all good, mate. Are you? Very, very good. Very, very good. Ben's back with us. How are you going? Yeah, I'm good. Are you? Oh, very, very good. John Morell says he highly recommends this lineup as Benny's back. Correct. We have to beg and plead Ben to come on to us. He's been he's, he's had a game today, so he's tired. Bless him. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Uh, Danny's with us. How are you doing, Danny? Uh, I'm not very well, if I'm being honest, chaps. I've been attacked with hay fever today because oh. someone decided to grow rapeseed near my house and I am vastly allergic to it. So it's them pesky flowers that made me unwell. And Rotherham makes me unwell as well, yeah. so it's a very lethal combo. Yeah, Rotherham makes us all unwell, to be honest with you. Yeah. The first place we have to start today is unfortunately with some clown and on Twitter. Um there's not much more we can say there. If everybody's seen the racist, and I don't know how to describe the other one, but referencing Peter Wick- Whittingham, I don't know how to describe that to most with it. But the racist tweets and, and the inappropriate tweets that were sent out by a certain Rotherham fan, who is unfortunately a Rotherham fan, um, I, I don't know what to say to be honest with you. It's it's horrific and horrible. What for? Why do not say from a podcast point of view? I think it's unlikely that listeners will watch the podcast, but if you do. Please stop listening and watching. We don't want you associated with our show. I prefer you not associate with our club, to be honest with you. Um, but that's that's beyond my uh, my remit, unfortunately. If you are a listener, our our viewer, do one, mate. We don't want you. We don't want you. Um, I'm glad that the club have put up a statement. I hope the police 
deal with it appropriately. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't say too much more while it's a potential police investigation ongoing. Uh, but that we're very lucky as a club that though we don't have, we've not been associated with that type of thing in the past. We've been sort of proud to say that our club's not been caught up in that, and now it has. Uh, now it has, unfortunately. Um, that's the club are very swift in their statement, so that's that's a that's a positive thing. And obviously, we should we should sort of send our apologies to not not the many. Oh, McCarley fans might be watching this. To be honest with you, bear in mind those results. So, apologies to any to any of the Cardiff players that were targeted, um, and the Cardiff fans in general, because that's not a representation of our football club. Um, so, don't think it is. Um, that's all I can think to say at the moment. While it's obviously an ongoing investigation with the police, I suppose. And you, any boys, want to add anything else to what I've, what I've said? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think you've put it pretty, uh, pretty well there, Matt. Yes, yeah, bang, bang on. Just we don't want you in the fan base. Simple as. Correct. Um, right, let's move on. I'd like to move on to a more positive point, but, but we've got to talk about the game on Thursday evening, which was a very, very tough watch, Mick. Well, you say you say that, and I don't know whether you were going to come on to this. If I'm stealing your thunder, I do apologise. However. Positive, positive vibes. Happy St. George's Day to everybody watching. Just a year ago today, we were all grazing, <laughs> nursing grazed shins and various other <laughs> injuries as a result of a tumble down that stand at Gillingham. So just think back, ladies and gents, because we might be able to relive that in just... Probably well less than twenty four hours time. I think it's a twelve months. <laughs> twelve months. Who knows? <laughs> if it all goes belly up, if it all goes belly up on Monday, and the following Monday, I mean, it might be twelve months. However, let's just yeah. let's be positive. It's St George's Day. It's a bank holiday weekend, so St George's Day lasts for the whole weekend. Yeah, you're right. JB says Happy St George's Day, everybody. Uh, I think Josh put it up as well. Uh, happy St George's Day! Yeah, a year on from uh, a legend being written into Rotherham folklore a year ago today. Um, yeah, very beautiful, very beautiful to look back at the memories and the and the videos and everything from that day. Um, we also should mean we missed we on last episode we should have talked about the Frecklington ten years since Lee Frecklington got against Aldershot. Um, we didn't mention that, but we should have. Uh, we can't call that St. Frecklington's Day. Doesn't quite have the same ring to it, does it? No, it doesn't. But, but yeah, that should be. We should never miss up an opportunity to mention Lee Frecklington, should we? Correct. That's correct. Um, right, that's the positive either way. Let's get negative. <laughs> Let's get negative. <laughs> um, it's difficult to know where to start, but I don't know if we're to be positive. It sound very downcast, Matt. We have two games left to get one point. Come on. Uh, yeah, well, Ian Bradley, every game, every result goes against us and make no mistake, he thinks Reading will beat Huddersfield. We'll come on to permutations in a bit because there's two more games following ours which obviously impacted us. Uh, but Mick, change of formation. There's lots of places, lots of things to cover from Thursday. So we're going to try and do it as succinctly as possible so we can cover as much as possible. This, there was a change in setup for the first time in a little while. 3-5-2, basically. A bit more complicated than that. Uh, Jamie says, what are your thoughts on the formation changing every other week? What were your thoughts, Mick, on the formation change before the ball was kicked? What were your initial thoughts when, when the lineup got announced? 
Oh, you know my thoughts because I told you what they were, didn't I? That team did not excite me one little bit. Um, and, and I'd love to think, I'd love to have seen it as a 3-5-2, but it wasn't. It was a 5-3-2. Um, and and there's, a, there's a subtle but significant difference between those two formations. Mm. Um, manager made a mistake. He made a mistake, uh, in my view. He, he went out not to lose the game. That seemed to be the plan, and that, and and I based that sort of assumption on the on the team that he picked because it was a, a defensive team. Um, I, I I don't get it. I didn't. I, I would mention this on the on the on the post match. Um, we're playing a team or down at the bottom with us. You don't go, and you're at home. You needed a point out of the game. Three would have been absolute guaranteed. Safety. I don't understand why you would go not to lose the game, personally. Uh, and that—that's not only not only did he pick the team to to to, to sort of confirm that uh, thought, but they played in a manner mm. which suggested that that's what they wanted to do. And 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 it was just schoolboy error for me. Mm. Yeah, because it can be, Danny, that five, five, three, five, two. We've talked about this last, certainly in the previous management. That three, five, two is an attack. It can be an attacking formation because you allow you, you allow your life. If you allow your wing backs to to bomb on, you've got your striker, you've got your man, either a second striker or a ten, and then you've got your, your wingers who can bomb on and that extra man in midfield. It can be very attacking. Mixed right. This was not an attacking three, five, two, was it? No, it wasn't. Um, yeah, two wide players always seem to be sitting further back than where the midfield was, which which is why I agree with Mick. It was definitely more of a five at the back than it was um, uh, a three at the back, and then you're, you're overloading midfield. Um, Matt Taylor got it wrong, I think. I think he looked at that game and thought, right, we need to effectively um, try and play a little bit different to Cardiff also sit slightly further back due to various injuries we've got and the fact that I think we were looking for a point, if I'm being honest. We did look for a point in that game and then maybe gone big against Middlesbrough because, you know, then there was more of a break-up to Wigan, I'm not sure, but um, it just didn't work, did it? I mean, Cardiff scored early on again um, and you just felt the moods of the afternoon because um, I said to at half-time that it had a feeling of Burnley about it that we were lucky to be at 1-1 at the break. Um, it was just like... It, 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 <laughs> it just didn't help that they scored like it last minute, did they? Which, no. was a, which was an absolute killer. But we didn't really go for the game. We, we, we sort of improved a little bit second half. Surprise, surprise. But we never really went after them, you know. Mm. Um and I mean they missed the penalty as well, so that, that shows Cardiff's quality. And I think it was just it was just our fault not being able to see a game out. If I'm being I'm changing my tactic brutally honest, we just didn't see the game out. That's twice in a row where we've just not seen a game out at all. Mm. And we're at the point in the season now where we need to be seeing a game out. We need to have that sort of um Stoke and Chef United mentality of, you know, seeing the game out, all hands to the pump sort of the defending, but we, we just didn't seem to have it the last couple of games against Bristol and against Cardiff. And now it's squeaky bum time. It's sort of the time that you need it. Um, but 
it might have ruffled up the players a little bit. It might have ruffled Matt Taylor up a little bit to switch it back to what we know, rather than what we um, what we can feel. You know, with the with the five three two. Um, I've seen a lot of people talking about you know going back to a back four and then being critical of Woody in the back four, but then that worked against Burnley. Yeah. You know, so it, it's we need the sort of Burnley intensity, if that makes sense. You know, that, dr- that drive to still be in the game throughout it. Um, but the quality football that we played against, you know, like against Blackburn, against Reading earlier in the season, you know. Uh, against West Brom, if you were to match those two together, we'd get three points from our next two. Mm. But there are questions now in my brain. Can we get that sort of performance out of us? And if we can't see a game out, then it makes the task even harder. Mm. Yeah, it does. Um, a couple of comments. Um, Matt Jones is not having a good idea Matt Taylor, but he says he wants the ball in the box. Yeah, our best crosser was kept on the bench. We're going to talk about crossers in the moment. John Morell, manager set up to be tough to beat. Nick the game backfired big time. Ian Bradley mentions the equaliser from Reading yesterday was a bit of a dagger as well. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, if anybody's watched the post-match reaction, they will see how unhappy I was. Took everything I got to not go a bit bigger than I actually did because I was I was so frustrated and angry. Ben, I, I just, I'm going to steal somebody else's tweet. And I can't remember this. I can't remember the name. Sorry, but that wasn't a Rotherham United I recognised. The way they set up and the way they played, and other than the reaction to conceding the first goal, I didn't recognise that as as, as Rotherham United. It, it was reactive, ponderous, slow. Um, we, I mentioned in the, in the post-match about we took a step back. We don't do that. You step forward, you, you take the challenge on, you take it head on. And I, I don't think we did that for more than five minutes at a time. No, I mean, especially coming off of the Burnley game when you're playing top at league, yeah. the by far the best team in the division. I mean, however many points they've got, playing well against them, getting a draw against them, playing well, and then you go a little bit more defensive against, you know, a relegation rival. It just, I don't know, obviously that like football is a game of momentum, in it? So you obviously mm. have, gonna, at times you're going to be on top and at times you're going to have to soak up pressure. But when we when it was our turn to attack and be on top, we just we didn't want to be there. We just wanted to kind of hold the ball. We weren't pressing, we weren't pushing forward, we weren't trying to create more chances and put pressure on. We were just kind of happy to soak it up and then, you know, we could have we could have got a couple of goals. They were so shaky at the back. They were very questionable. We if we had put pressure on them, mm. first course we put into the box to score. Like if we'd have put more pressure on them, I think we'd have scored. Um, and then we, and then the thing is right. If you're going to set up defensively, okay. But when it came time for them to put pressure on us, they scored two goals, yeah, and got a penalty. So that that's they weren't just, solid. Were it? Yeah, if you're going to set up to be like that, all right, that's fine. You cannot concede when you try to soak up that pressure, and we did. And you just can't, because then it's like a useless tactic because you're setting up to defend, which means you get like you limit the attacking threat, but then you can't defend. So, hmm. I, I don't know. It was just a weird one. Yeah. And it's not like, Mick, and I know it's self-defense, it's not like we've been bad defensively. I know we considered that that, that, that goal we considered against Bristol City were, were a bit comical, if, you, if you're not with your other night glasses on. But, it, you know, it was just one of those unfortunate things. We've been pretty solid defensively hmm. for a few weeks. 
And I know that they, they had. I was I was really impressed with Cardiff's physicality. To be honest with you, or I, the, their their strike force. I, I I can see they've got something going forward defensively. They're they're, they're a bit of a joke, unfortunately, yeah. as shown by the Huddersfield game today. But I can understand making allowances for for those players. But it was too much. It was too much allowance for them. We put, we paid them far too much respect. We we should just gone toe to toe with them because they their defense was as bad as our defense. Their defence was one of the worst I've seen all season, um, you know, and we we didn't put them under much pressure at all. Uh, the only time we did, we scored, yeah. you know. Um, look, I, I keep saying it, I keep banging on and banging on about this. If you just put, you just said it right there. If we go toe to toe with anybody in this division, we can match them just about. We've shown that with with all the top sides that we've played. If we go toe to toe with them. But when we play the teams down in and around us, we don't go toe to toe with them. Mm. We we seem to we seem to have this. It feels like, and I'm not saying it's that, it just it, this is how it feels, and it, it feels like we just seem to to not want to lose against the team around us, which we don't, obviously. Um, but but the way we set up is to to do precisely that, not lose. We don't go out to win. Mm. We seem to go out to try and win the games against the top sides. You know, it's that sort of well. You know, it's a free that free it scenario. Now they're a top side. We can we can just have a pop at them. If if we'd have gone toe to toe with Cardiff on on Thursday night and played the way that we can play, like we've played against Burnley and, and, and other teams this season, we'd have put five or six past them. No question about it. If the team that played West Bromwich Albion at New York Stadium turned up on Thursday, we would have put five or six past them. No question about it, because. They were they were woeful at the back, and as you've alluded to, they, they've shown that today uh, against Huddersfield. Absolutely awful, dreadful, and yet we didn't test them. I can't, I can't understand it. I can't get my head around it. You know, as as a as a management team, as a set of players, you know, you prepare for the game and you look at the the, the strengths and weaknesses of the opposition and, and the weakness of Cardiff City this season has been their defence. Mm. It's just dreadful, and and. It was there for everybody to see on Thursday night, and we just didn't bother, we didn't take advantage of it. And I, I don't understand it. I, I, just, I, think, I, don't get it. I think it says in the comments somewhere. It says um, pressure does strange things to players, yeah. and mm. that's so true. That pressure is changes people's the way people act, and I, I mm. think they probably felt a little bit of nerves. You know, especially with not inexperience, but like a young manager like Taylor. And a young squad, like we haven't had many moments like that. Like that was such a big game, such a big moment. And um, I think I don't know. Yeah, probably crumbled a little bit. John Morrell comes about this that shows a bit of a weak mentality. Easy to go for games where the pressure is off. When it comes to the games, you need a result. That, that is obviously worrying, especially with the, the games coming up. Uh, it's, it's, go it's just naivety for me. Yeah. It's naivety, inexperience, whatever you want to call it. Mm. Or a combination of, of, of the two. Uh, in Bradley thought, thought mistakenly playing for a draw died when the previous manager left. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. John Fellows, and this is, this is an interesting question, Danny. Is it time for a Doffy to be recalled? I mean, Matt Tiller talked about their physicality, and, and again, their physicality was very obvious to see, really obvious to see. That's that, again, that was one of their positives, one of their positive parts. 
get a dolphin in there. He's the only midfielder with a real presence, and he's been good. It's not. It's not like we're, we're, he's a guy who's been 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 garbage, and we we, we all you know we, we can't see. It's been really good when he's played. So it would have mm. made a lot more sense. We all want to see Ollie Rathbone play, and we all want to see Jamie Lindsay play. But it probably was a game for a dolphin. Certainly a game for a dolphin to come on later in the game and <clears throat> match up Cardiff's physicality, like we said. Uh, Matt, uh, Matt Taylor said in his post-match that effectively the game was lost at half-time because of their physicality. Now, to me, that says you bring on your, your physical presence in midfield, which is a doff, you know, like Coventry has your distributed Lindsay's your bit of a, um, a fiery midfielder who chases everything. Uh, Rathbone effectively does chase everything and goes box-to-box. Box. But if you're trying to match up physicality, you need to bring your physical midfielder into it who can also double up as a defensive partner which then allows potentially your wider players to occupy the midfield a bit more now it's all well and good talking about it in hindsight and seeing what we could have done but hopefully he looks at it and goes right if Middlesbrough are really physical um, then we now have that option but I don't think Middlesbrough will be as physical as as Cardiff are certainly at the back and and up front, because watching their game against um, Luton, Luton, that's the one. Um, they weren't as physical as Cardiff seemed to be. You know, they, they were definitely more of a slow build-up play out. Especially when Barlasa came on, there was definitely a, a build-up sort of team. Mm. Um, and we like build-up sort of teams because if we put pressure on them, it disrupts it. And I've probably just jinxed it saying that, but if, if we want if we want physicality, we bring a doffin in. I, I really, really do agree with that. Mm. Um but we missed we missed it against Cardiff, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We really we really missed that that physicality in the in the centre. We missed it for a, maybe maybe a few games. It's a bit strange that a doffin's been out <laughs> for such a long time. Um we'll talk about the goals in a minute, but Ben, can someone explain why he brought Fosser on? I'm not a Rotherham fan and can see that was an absolutely stupid decision in the physical game when you were 1-1. We, I like Fosu. I really like Fosu. He's got something to offer. But this was, as John's mentioned, this was a very, very physical game. Fosu was it's not great. the right... I know he had to make those subs because of injuries, and, and I'm, I'm not disputing that, but Fosu was the wrong man at the wrong time. I don't know what he's asking him to do, to be honest with you. Did you pick on me because you know I'm not his biggest fan? Well, Mick's not his biggest fan either. So. I th- um, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've got Keenan before him. Um, I don't think it was a game for that. I don't think it was that kind of game. Um, especially when you're going to play a five-three-two. I don't know why you're going to uh, play him, but yeah, I don't know. That's the answer. I don't know. I, I struggle with Fosu. Like you know, everyone he sees he, he does these. Amazing skills, and everyone thinks he's messy, but I, I don't see it. Um, I really struggle with him. Yeah, I know you do. I like, I do like Fosu, but it wasn't the right. It wasn't the time or place for him. It was just not the time or place for him. You need somebody. If you don't have, you don't often work on bench, so you can't. You can't bring him on. But Keane has got that energy. He's got that brightness. Fergie's got that aggression. You could have brought Fergie on. The fact we didn't see Fergie blows my mind. Um, but yeah, for me, we went. We went behind. And like I mentioned, I think it was a good response from us. We went behind and then started playing a little bit. We started putting pressure on their defence and started putting balls into the box. Can I just say something quickly? Go on. Are we not going to talk about the Hugo incident? Because I don't. Because I feel I'm like we're being going to. Because you're going to. Ask I feel like we're massive hypocrites. No, because when other teams do it against us, we sit here and we slate them, and then 
when one of our players does it, we don't talk about it. That's not right. Yeah, yeah. They should be fined. He should be fined a week's wages. He's lost because because we scored there. You don't know what happens. So if anybody is not familiar with the situation, Hugo was thrown goal at eight or ten minutes, quite early on in the game. He was thrown goal, and he went down. Now I haven't looked at that game back because I don't want to look at anything that game back. So I don't know whether he has slipped. I don't know whether he has missed his footing, but it looked like he's dove quite badly, to be honest with you. Um, Make I mean I. If, if he's dove, why has he not been booked for it? Because it's like he's not got bottle. Referee's not got bottle. Yeah, fair point, actually. Um, yeah, John Morell watched it on the telly. Hugo, how does he not get booked for that? Is absolutely shocking, Dad. I agree, Mick. It, it was so it was thrown goal. I don't, I don't, I don't. In, this isn't necessarily to get Hugo. It's a, it's a modern football type thing. Don't know why he's gone down there. You threw on goal. Take the shot on. I was more angry when at that point than I were when their second goal went in. Yeah, I was just absolutely furious. I was livid. I can't believe what I saw. Um, it, it's just wrong, and, and I agree with Ben. It needs it if 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 I mean, and, and, and much like yourself, I've not watched it back, so I've not seen it. But it was right in front of us, and to me, it looked like a clear and obvious dive. What in my head it appeared to me. That he realised that he wasn't going to get the better of that defender for speed, mm. the, the lad would have would have caught him up. So I think he's, 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 he's he thinks he's tried to cut across the front of him and then thrown himself on the floor. Um, I think he, he, it was dreadful, and 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 I'm, I'm with Ben fine him. It's absolutely, it's just not right. It's cheating. It is. It's cheating, and and what makes that situation worse is what you're doing. You're one on one with goalkeeper. Yeah. And yet you're doing it then. What does that say about you as a as a player about your confidence to to actually put the ball in the back of the net? It, it, it's just it's mind blowing. I can't believe it. So yeah, I, I'm I'm with Ben 100 percent on that. It was outrageous. Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mike Miller agreed. Hugo's dive was embarrassing. He tried to con the referee. Yes, it is. Why does Hugo cheat? Uh, it was yeah. Ref missed it. I think it's one of the worst dives I've seen, and he was like two yards away from the Cardiff player. Yeah, no defences. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sticking up for him in that one because it was really, really bad. Um, again, I haven't watched it back, but I, at the time, I thought, yeah, he's still there. But it cost us. It it, it, yeah. it potentially cost us as well. Um, yeah. Anyway, moving away to some more negative, Nick. Mick. I mean, but a bit of a positive. We acted well. It's just few, happened a few times in a few weeks. We've gone behind. There's been a reaction. We're starting to go behind. Have a reaction now. Now, now this is this time of this season. Mm. But there was a reaction. We started being aggressive. We started putting the ball in the box a little bit. We started asking questions of them. And oh my god, it worked. <laughs> Would you believe it? <laughs> Who'd have thought that? Eh? Oh my word. So so let me just get this right. What you're saying is, if you put a team like Cardiff under pressure. Then yeah, you start to get opportunities and openings. Has anybody has anybody sent this on an email to the club to Matt Taylor? And just, <laughs> I mean, it might be worth it. Just drop him a quick message, you know. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, Adam. but but yeah, well, yeah, who would have thought that? Who would have thought it? But yet we didn't take advantage of it, did we? I mean, we got a goal back. I accept, um, and. and I mean, for me, we can talk about the first two goals in in, in, in tandem, if you like, but I think they come under the, the heading of referee 
rather than goals, don't they? So we, we, we I think, it, and I know Mike's in the comments. So, but I think we should come on to that at some stage. Um, so, but yeah, it, we, we 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 fought back. We got ourselves back on on terms, um, and we should have gone on from there. Could have gone on from there. Yeah, uh, Danny John says we're not going to mention Harding's defence for their goal. That was horrendous. Yes, it was. He's, he's got a problem with defending balls like that, and he, there was another one where he, I think he kicked it out for a corner. He's got he, he, he gets lost. You know, when, when he's out there, I don't know whether he thinks he's in a different position or not. He seems to get really lost in that position, and Mick thinks it's a foul. I'm not. I'm not sold. If that's a foul, there's going to be lots of fouls away. So I, I'm happy for that one not to be given. To be honest with you, foul wise, but Pine's got to do better. Yeah, he does. Um, I mean. Like we say, I mean, I'm just looking on FootMob now at the different formations, trying to do my starting eleven against Borough. But um, with Harding playing wider in that back five, it it's almost like he's too wide, and he always tries to like slot in um, in, into effectively Peltier's position. Mm. But then because he's not in position, and then Peltier has to come narrower to Woody in the middle, Harding then gets caught out because there's a lot of space on that right hand side, which is why he gets drawn in. Um, which is like, for example, that is uh, is quite poor defending. There is the argument to say he, he did get fouls. I accept that, but being a defender, regardless of whether you're a wing back or playing in the centre, you need to be a li- little bit more physical with those sort of things and at least challenge for it. Um, and he don't, and you know, it, it leads to a goal. And then later on, when he just kicks it out for a corner, like I say, he just gets lost. It's just that little pocket between. Effectively between six yard box and edge eighteen. Mm. Yeah. If Harding's there and all the defences come narrow just outside the six yards box, it gets it seems like he gets lost. Um it, that might be because he's better playing in the four, you know, so he's got a bit more about it there, rather than him trying to come narrow and then everybody else comes narrow and then there's too much space, you know, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But yeah, it just seemed a little bit lost. And mm. I think it is um, I mean, we said this like last season. He's almost better deployed as a right back outright than he mm. is as a wing back. When yeah, he when he comes into the realm of a wing back, that's when he gets a bit iffy. Mm. Um, but then it makes you think: is this, is, is that still niggling injury with Kioso, and that's why Kioso didn't come in? You know, um, it's yeah, it's it, it, a light wears, but he just gets lost. You know. Mm. I don't, I don't worry that he's got his eyes on the summer. I think I think Phil in the comments there has made, has made has made the point I was just about to make. If you play Wes Harding and Lee Peltier together on that right hand side of defence, it, it's a recipe for disaster because Pelts gets dragged back further into the middle, leaving leaving Wes high and dry. He does it. He does it every time. And and that's another another occasion. And I, I don't dispute that West should have been stronger. It looked like a foul to me at the time, um, but obviously we're some distance away from it. Um, it looked like the same foul that Woody committed for our goal, but the, that's that, that's that's by the by. Um, but if you're going to play if you're going to play Wes Harding and Lee Peltier together, you're always going to end up no with Wes being hung out to dry. Mm. There you are. I agree. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, Ian Bradley says, Sorry, he's a competent right back, not a center back or a right wing back. Mm. 
but then then but everything changes because they have a penalty. We we I, we shaded the last fifteen minutes of the half for me, and then you're thinking, oh god, they've got a penalty here. Whether it's a penalty or not, again, I haven't watched it back, so I'm not going to comment on where it was, but it, it was close on the edge apparently. Um, and then they miss it. And you're thinking, that's what's good. We saw it against Sheffield Wednesday last season when sadly I missed that penalty on half time. It was like they'd scored and they were able to take that momentum into the second half and move forward. We weren't able to do that. We weren't able to harness what was essentially a goal for us and move it forward. And I can't work out why because it's such a good moment, such a positive moment for us. The ground were buzzing for two, for a few minutes. We just didn't take any momentum from a gift. No, I mean, you saw the reaction when it missed. I screamed louder than when we scored. I think the I think the, the lack of being able to take that into the second half possibly comes from the team talk at half-time. I don't know. I was obviously wasn't in the, the changing room, so I can't... Not like you win. On that. <laughs> no. Uh, but that's possibly one of the reasons, one of the main reasons, um, which again probably comes down to... Um, but inexperience in in these situations, but especially in a game like that, like um, if you can get any sort of hold on momentum, then you need to take it and take advantage of it because you need to be clinical. And we just didn't do that. We didn't pounce on our momentum, and they did, and that's why they won. Yeah, really, yeah. that simple. John Rell says it was nil and the contact was instantly outside the box, fouled him into the box. No I think, yeah, I think that's just one of them things, like. I don't think that was, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's just one of the things, isn't it? Well, yeah, again, where, where we sit, we weren't at a very good angle to see it, to be honest with you. It, 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 it were a pen. It looked a yeah. pen. From yeah. where that, it was certainly a foul. From my view, it looked certainly a foul. I couldn't, from where I was, I couldn't see whether it was a box or not, but it can't. It, it, it one of them challenges where, you know, you know, like you say, the contact is outside the penalty area, but he continues the foul into the penalty area. Like, and there is the argument of it's where first contact is, that's where the foul should be given, but it's Oliver Langford, he's seen the player go down and then given the penalty. Um, but at the time, it, it were one of them, it was just like, oh, it's it's one of them. You know, it's one of them days, you know, where we're already yeah. behind and, and, and we've got a little bit of a goal back and then um, it turns into that. But it's like when he missed, I thought that was the swinger mm. for us. I thought, right, they've right. missed a pen. They've quite clearly shown that they are still incompetent because it's their second pen missing in as, in as many games. It's something that, like four out of five. The visual five out of six they missed this season. Yeah, uh, someone just put it in comments actually about how he scored like one in oh, five. Here we go. <clears throat> so Carroll scored one. He shouldn't be a penalty taker if he scored one in five. He should not be a penalty taker. Give it someone anyway. Um, you get a tete, he'll score anyway, but yeah. So, I thought that was the momentum swinger for us, mm. and I would have gone into the changing room at that point and gone, Right, that's what we're up against. We're up against a team who cannot score from 12 yards. We should be after this game now, yeah. but we didn't go after it, and that's and we just sort of kept sitting further and further back all the time. And then there was the killer blow of, of them winning it, which you could see coming. I mean, I, I said to our last. There's a goal coming in this game, and I don't know which way it's going to be. And there's a mm. half ticked over. It's like it's going Cardiff's way, mm. and that's exactly what happened. Which makes it even more annoying that you could see it. Yeah. Don't do yeah. it against Middlesbrough, for God's sake. <laughs> uh, Ian Bradley says maybe if they scored a penalty, the second half performance would have been different. Yeah, possibly. Sometimes you need a 
a belt up the backside, you know, going behind. Um, I get the feeling though, Mick, that whatever would have happened, I, I don't know. I'm still. It, it's took me till genuinely today to get calmed down from Thursday. I would see then, and maybe, maybe it would have been a difference. But I just get the feeling that we were just so passive, so mm. passive from start to finish. Realistic, other than the, the few minutes bell. Um, and you, you're not going to win those games. At best, you're going to draw. You're never going to win a game playing like that for me. I don't think. No, I agree. Um, we were we were happy at one one. I think I think the team, the players, the management, we're all happy with that one-one, um, and we're hoping that they'd see it out. And and I don't know how many times we've said it that you can't do that in this division because you'll get punished. You'll get punished, and, and unless you're one of the top teams who are, are capable of defending for for that amount of time, you're going to get punished, and, and that's what happened. We got what we deserved. Frankly, it got what the performance deserved. Um, so I can't get my head around it I don't understand it I don't like it it disappoints me massively when I see a, a squad of players that are capable of, of of attacking teams not attacking teams and not attacking teams that they should be attacking it's just so frustrating so so frustrating yeah yeah Bradley says it took him ages to get to sleep Thursday night he was seething yeah, I, think I, thing- I, I actually had to go home and lie down. I was that annoyed. I had to go yeah. home and lie down. It's like, ooh. It's been a long time since I've been a, a, that annoyed about a football game. I have been now that annoyed before, but it's been a long time. A long, long time since I've been oh, that I can, well, I a Rotherham football game. A Rotherham football game. I can remember the last time I was that annoyed at a football game and it was Burnley away. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah but that were different, weren't it? I think it's a, there's a difference, there's a difference in annoyance. That one you just sort of... You feel like you've been robbed. You feel like somebody's, you know, took your shoes and socks away from you and there's nothing you can do about it. This were like you fell over and you've tied your own shoelaces together and fell over. <laughs> You're just annoying yourself. For, yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter. A health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay. Yeah. Stoner says, hey, hey, football. Might love it again tomorrow. Yeah. Mm. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. Um, that sums it up, that, doesn't it? Yeah. It does, yeah. Um, it's one, it's one of them where you, where you get home, kick the door in, but then still put your scarf on the following Saturday. And exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, go, you, go, you go right annoyed, but then you book the coach for the next away game while still being annoyed. That's football. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah, the front, um, uh, back back doors come off the hinges, and then you go and put your ticket in your wallet ready for the next game. <laughs> yeah. Um, a few people have mentioned, Ben, we've got to touch on the substitutions because they have highly upset people. 
Georgie Kelly for Hugo's an understandable one. John mentioned in the comments that it didn't work. Yeah, Kelly, Kelly didn't have an impact against their physical players. I didn't expect him to, to be honest with you. That's not that's not where he is he is going to work. Rathbone came up Foster, which we've already mentioned. A few people sort of complained about the Peltier and Coventry coming off for Keane and Wiles. Yeah, there's, there's question marks because you've got Shane Ferguson, who's been excellent this season, and Yelda, who you could have brought on because I thought Bramall was was bang average as well. Um, but do you think they would have made a difference? You know, if, you, if you're so Yelda on, on Thursday, Ben, do you think that would have realistically made a difference the last 10 minutes? Uh, I think subs are hard to judge because you don't know what the game plan is. You don't know why they're, be, why they're being brought on. We don't know what the management team have saw, if uh, have seen, if they've seen anything. So subs are kind of hard to judge, in my opinion. Um, so I would prefer not to comment on that. Quite <laughs> like it's turned well, they are, they are no, because please. we we don't know what the game plan was and we don't know what they've seen. Mm. So if I knew mm. that, then I'd comment. Yeah. Let's devil's advocate, and John's brings up a good point here. Devil's advocate, had he gone for it and got 3 0 done, would the criticism have been worse, Mick? And Matt, for me, Matt Milan says, Yeah, not sure, John. If we're going to go down, at least go down with all guns blading, not with a whimper. Again, and this is so, this sounds so simplistic and it sounds so basic, but we don't do that. Rotherham United do not go down the good Rotherham United teams and the positive Rotherham United teams. That's, I don't, again, I don't recognize it. Yeah, but you're implying, that they, you're implying that he made them subs not trying to win. Is that what you're implying? I'm saying this, I'm saying we are with us. All the decisions, certainly from 45 onwards, were for a draw. So, and at home against a relegation rival, that's what I'm saying, yeah. All right. But that's still fighting, right? That's not... I won't call really. that win for... What you're saying is... I, oh, I, don't to, I, don't, I don't want to put my neck out just in case it all goes Yeah, but wrong. we're implying that. We, we, we don't know that. We don't know, but that's 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 that. Watching the game, that's what I took from it. That was my view of the game. We, yeah, but with no inside knowledge of the actual game, because if if they've seen yeah, something, I, I've, they've... I've watched Rotherham United forty-two times this season. That's irrelevant. That's irrelevant. Three times this because, season because because that's irrelevant. Because if they've seen something that we can, if they've seen something that they feel like they can attack and exploit, so he's brought them subs on, and it's just not worked. Like, but, you can go, you can try a fight, but sometimes it just doesn't work. Matt tells us it's post-match. Something like at half time, I knew we weren't going to win that game because of their physical. Yeah, that's 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 dreadful. That's dreadful. But that's what I'm that, be but, fined. But that's, 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 be fined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's the only way people are going to look. What did he say? What did he say? I, I can't remember the exact phrase, but it was something on the lines of he, he, there was a point in the game where he knew we weren't going to win it. What? What? After that's ninety-six awful. minutes, you know, you know if I'm his player hearing that, that's awful. He's honest. He's got no faith. What, he's, what, what, he's, he's basically like saying he's got honest. no faith in his players. No faith in his players or no faith in his plan. That's what he basically said. We've been there before this season. Mm. Yeah, mate. That's dreadful. If he, if he goes through and loses 3-0, the, there are obviously still criticisms. But the different oh, yeah. types of criticisms aren't there. They are... I don't know. Bell's advocate. Come on, what did you say? I don't, I don't think there is at this stage of the season. I don't think there is. You know, if 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 you're sort of halfway through the season and just trying to build slowly, build your points up, and you're away from home, and 
you know, the, 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 the importance and the significance of the game is not the same, is it? You know, in, in sort of mid-December or mid-January or whatever, you know, your mid-table or 17th, 18th, whatever, mm. you know, it, it's, the significance of the game is not the same. But here we are, two games away from the end of the season. If we win the game, we, we are almost, not quite mathematically, but, you know, pretty much safe. And 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 if 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 that team came came out all guns blazing the other night and lost three 0 no, I don't think I would criticise them. No, because they've gone for it. They've gone for the they've gone for the win. They've gone for the glory. They've gone to to save our season, if you like. And I, I appreciate there's two more games left and everything else. So you know it's not the end of it. But for me, it was a wrong decision. That that's my view. And 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 had we had we gone toe to toe like we did against like we have done against other teams this season. With a high press, high intensity, getting the ball in the box, and lost. No, I don't think I would have been anywhere near as critical as I have been. I'd have been disappointed. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I would have been very, very disappointed. However, I don't think you could be critical of them for for, for attempting to win the game. Mm. But we didn't do that, and that's the issue. I think. I think that's where the criticism lies. We didn't. We didn't go out to win that game. Tana says that's what we want as Rotherham United to see that they are trying. Yeah, is Danny, do you do you agree with that? Yes, <clears throat> absolutely. I think um the whole thing of if we're going to go for it, go for it. I mean, yes, as a manager, you will be looking that you still have two games left, one of which is a short turnover between Thursday and Monday. Um, which is quite funny because I heard Cardiff's manager complaining about his schedule um towards the end of the season. It's like, well, that's your fault, mate. You know, um anyway. We've got the exact same schedule, so it doesn't matter. Anyway, um, for me, in, in the comments, yes, bringing with, with Fozzo and stuff, that's an attacking change. But it, it, it was strange because if we were going to go for it, you, you need to make them attacking change. We brought Wiles on uh, and we brought Keener on, which is your attacking changes. But we didn't go for it with the attacking changes. If you're going to make attacking yeah. changes, you need to go after it. Um. And so, yeah, that's my two cents on it. I've got a historical thing about, you know, going for it mm. um, that I've just quickly researched just to confirm I got my facts right, and I have. Um, so this, this is a slight tangent, but you'll get what I mean. So during the, this is a long time ago, during the invasion of Norway in 1940, <laughs> right? Stay, stay with me, stay with me, <laughs> stay with me. So during this inva- during that invasion, the Admiral Hipper was rammed by a very small destroyer called HMS Glowworm, right? Where this, this battleship were about three times its size and it still went out, all guns blazing, and rammed this battleship just to try and take it out. A factor that to us, if we go for the, for the big fish, which is effectively Middlesbrough at this point, and all, all, guns, all guns blazing, go for it, and attack the big team, might get something out of it. Hmm. We need to be HMS Glowworm in this situation and just absolutely go for it, regardless of where it leaves us. Just fight for every three points, every point, everything. Because a point would do it. That's the annoying hmm. thing, a point would do it. Because it might still happen, but I can't see Reading overturning an eight, an eight goal swing to no, be on the set to, to finish above us. So a point is it. And that yeah. and that's what we should that's that's not what we should aim for. We should aim for all three, but a point to do it. HMS Glowworm is a terrible name for a ship, by the way. It is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Especially a ship that's like that big compared to a battleship <laughs> that's absolutely massive. Yeah. Um 
let's go through the comments where we move on to Saturday and Sunday's antics. YouTube user says he thinks we have another nail in the coffin, got to get at least a point tomorrow. Uh, Mike Lanilis to replay on Thursday night. You were saying misdirected tactics, winning one more point, maybe just be one point too many for us to achieve. Um, Phil says when a team comes to New York and plays tight at the back, we struggle to break them down due to lack of creativity. Different when they come out as yeah, it is. That's, that's absolutely true. Um, yeah. So we were all sad. We were all annoyed. And then at about four thirty, no four forty-five on Saturday afternoon. We get given this glimmer of hope by our good old friends in Lancashire Wigan, who get a very late, late goal to put themselves in pole position to somehow would have kept their survival hopes alive. Um, later to be dashed uh, by the scrappiest of scrappiest goals you will ever wish to see at Reading. Um, just for a brief minute, Danny. Just for that brief minute, it would basically done. And then again, it's almost typical of United. He just got snatched away again. Yeah, um, it was the biggest cheer I've let out for another team's goal since Sunderland scored against Chef Wednesday. <laughs> um, but at least it's not just us that can't see a game out. Wigan was so close to effectively keeping us up, mm. you know, but then also showed why Wigan are bottom of the league because they just couldn't see it out. And that's the example we need to look at and go, right, don't do that. Mm. <laughs> Don't do that. See the game out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, go on. I did wonder where the referee got nine minutes of injury time from in that game. Well, mm. it doesn't matter because you scored in 90 plus one. Well, it doesn't really matter. That's a good point. Yeah, it might be. But... You, love, you love a good, good complaint about everything, don't you? I'm saying. I genuinely thought I, I genuinely thought Wigan were going to do as a massive favour, which yeah, would be so so funny. Um, the permutation Huddersfield have won, beaten Cardiff today, which proves one thing that you just don't trust Cardiff to, to do anything, um, <laughs> including except that it rains up north. It rains today, banged it down all game for Huddersfield game. Um, that makes the permutations very very simple. Very, very, very simple. We have got to get at least, to be mathematically certain, we get to, you need to get at least two points. One point will put us three points clear and Reading would have to overturn an eight-goal swing on the final day of the season. Um, it's uh, Seven days ago, we were saying, oh, this, if this happens, if that happens, these things might happen. That, that's, that's, that's where it is at the minute. Um... Ben, how are you feeling about the whole situation? Because it's it's firmly in our hand. We need one point from two games, realistically. That's that should be doable for the for the results we've got this season against every other team we've got picked up points again. That should be doable, shouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, I feel quite good about it because it's definitely in our hands. Um, and if if worst case scenario we do go down, then we've got really no one else to blame. But as far as Monday or tomorrow is concerned, um, I don't know. Listen, it's eleven against eleven. It's they're not superheroes. They're not Premier League team. They're in the same division of, as us. They've got four body parts and they're about to play football with us. So anything can happen. True. I mean, for us to go down realistically, we'll need to lose our last four games of the season. 
Mm. And if you lose your last four games of the season, there's an argument to say you deserve exactly what you get. Mm. Mm. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And, and we deserve to lose the other night. We didn't deserve to lose at, at Bristol City, to be fair. That was no. um, uh, that was just a, a free goal that, that, that cost us. But, you know, you, <laughs> you, you said that, but they should have even probably been in our, in our area at that point. We should have had, had the ball ourselves. So, you know... Yeah, if we continue to play the way that we played on Thursday night, we'll go down. We'll go down. We're going to beat us. There's, there's no question about it. You can't, because we're not good enough. There are very few teams in this division, if any, that are good enough to just try and play for a draw and then do it consistently. And we've tried twice now so far and failed spectacularly on both occasions. So, you know, why, why would you why would you keep doing the same thing? We, we've got to, we've got to change our approach to these last two games. We've got to. It's two games. If you can get three points out of one of them, you're safe. You stay in this division. Three points. We are more than capable of getting six. We are capable of doing that. Yeah. And the league is such that probably any team is capable of doing that as well. Mm. So. We 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 just got, we've got to go for it. Balls out. Two games. Yeah, John Morell says kind of look aside that Redden did have six points deducted. Otherwise, you'd be about in the in the in the stuff. Yeah, the, the reverse of that is Danny. That if we'd have held on back in February or Valentine's Day at Reading and wouldn't have given away two soft set piece goals to the giantest man in, in English football, then we would be here. It's, again, it's down to us. We're in this situation because of. The odd few stupid moments we've had throughout the season, and I mean, maybe every other team says that as well, I suppose. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> you can't really look back and think about ifs and maybes throughout the season because we were doing that last season, thinking, oh, if we'd not not lost here, not drawn there, this another we'd have won league, etc., etc. Um, you can't really do the same this season. Oh, if we'd you know ungone against Reading, if we'd um, if that decision had gone our way against Burnley away, you know, these different examples. If we'd uh, I popped, I popped in a chance against Sheffield United if Chio had, um, had scored that goal against Burnley that actually came off their keeper in the post. You know, little things like that. Yeah, you can see where little, little points that get picked up here, there and everywhere. But looking back at what you've done, he's never good because in football anyway because it needs to be what you're doing here and now. And the here and now is that we need to look at the Middlesbrough game and go, right, they're in playoffs. They might be putting a little bit of um, bubble wrap around their players in preparation for that um, because I, I think Middlesbrough can still finish above Luton, but Luton would have to lose there to and Middlesbrough would have to win and draw. Four points. So, yeah. so Middlesbrough need four points. And yeah, to, to, get, to get third, basically. Yeah. But they're effectively guaranteed a home tie seconds in the playoffs, which mm. could be advantage Middlesbrough, if I'm being honest. Um, but we need to look at Middlesbrough as just as, as just as they are. Forget they're up that top end. Forget how well they've done this season. Forget how close the game was at the Riverside. Look at it and go right. How do we get round you? How do we how do we get three points against you? And that's and that's all it is. Just look at the game. It, it, we said Cardiff was a must lot must not lose because of the significance of it. The Middlesbrough one has even greater significance on it because it's the game that really, if we lose, it really starts slipping through our fingers. Like Ben said, it's still in our hands, but apparently we've got butterfingers, you know. 
if we lose against if we lose against Middlesbrough, then we effectively have to beat Wigan and pray that Huddersfield beat Reading. Mm. It, or, or it, at minimum draw with Wigan. The last two games are effectively must not lose, must not lose, because of the significance. A so drawing against Middlesbrough, we stay up more or less with the huge goal swing. Like we'd have to lose four nil and Reading have to win. What is it, five nil? Or, or score vice versa, yeah. yeah, vice versa, which is possible because we've seen it happen before, mm. but very slight. Mm. If we beat Middlesbrough, we're up. That's how simple. That's how simple it is. You don't need any more motivation other than go out and win yeah. and give everything to win this game. Because if we win, we're up. Mm. Simple. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. It's just beating um, Middlesbrough. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Else is in, in comparison with the, with the red. Yeah, I know you can't even stick with them in six points. I think that's true. It's just sometimes you look back and go, "If this has happened, that happened," which we shouldn't do, but we do because we're football fans. Um, he also points out that the middle will go for it because Luton have got Blackburn. Yeah, I mean, they don't know who they're going to play in the play. The, uh, the championship playoff picture is insane. So there's no thought of we want to finish third because we'll play them or fourth, whatever. Um, but we'll see how that goes from there. What, how confident are you? Ben? We'll talk about how we want to set up and what we want to see from your players in a minute, really. But how confident are you that we can do enough? <coughs> Let's start with tomorrow. It depends how we set up, I suppose. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's nearly possible to kind of guess. Um, mm. I hope it's positive. I hope it's attacking. I hope it's the back to the 4-3-3. Three, three. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's impossible. It's all about, you know, because the it would definitely be in the players' minds of... Don't lose, don't lose, and that's a. If that is in the mind, that's such a negative mindset, and that could affect them. Maybe that's the mindset we had in Cardiff against Cardiff. Mm. A little bit of nerves mixed in with with that as well. So, if that's the case, and that that's not looking good, but you don't know what they've been told in the build up to it. You don't know how much confidence they've built up in training. You don't know how they're going to try and attack them. So, uh, it's impossible to kind of comment on what I think the team's going to be. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. If we lose tomorrow, don't lose by many, because that was like that. If we if we lose three 0 tomorrow, then the goal difference issue becomes a little less. I think. Mm. I think, in my opinion, I think when it comes to this, I said this to. I think it was Mick earlier. I think it's funny what how teams behave when they're fighting for their life, and I think it's more when it comes to this time of the season. It's like you can have your good tactics and all of this, but it's just like, do you want to stay up? Do you want to? Do you, do you want, want to fight or are you just going to accept? Yeah, like, do you want to stay up? That's that's the question. It's mm. Yeah. That's just the question. Ryan S says, needs to be on the front foot regardless of Millsmore's quality. Yes, I think we do. I'm sure so there's, there's narratives um, with Dan Barlasser and Matt Crooks coming back to New York Stadium for the first competitive games in a non-Rotherham United shirt. Uh, I hope they get a decent reception. The shame is we've got other things to focus on. You know, had, had we done what we should have done on Thursday... Then we could, you know, be a bit more welcoming. And I, I, who knows what's happening with Richard Wood? This could be Richard Wood's final game at New York Stadium in a Rotherham United shirt. We don't know because the club haven't announced anything. But there's a reason or possibility this could be his final game. But again, we can't really celebrate that, Mick, because we've got stuff to worry about. 
Oh, well, it could be able to celebrate, it, can't we? Yeah, if we win, yeah, happy days, isn't it? We can celebrate all three of them. Um, so go for it. Uh, as 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 Ryan said in the in the comments there, front foot, go for it. If we lose, you know, you know, if we sit back and, and try and soak up pressure, we're going to lose. Mm. There's no question about that. It, it's, it's it's that's not up for debate. You know, if we just sat back against Burnley or Sheffield United or or the other teams that are up there, we would have lost. Mm. Why would you do that? I don't. I don't understand it. So get out there, get on the front foot. If we lose, we lose. So be it. We're good at Wigan, and we we take the points at Wigan. You know, we're, we're good at Wigan on the last day. Three and a half, four thousand millers there. Wigan already relegated. We will go for it, and we will. So do it tomorrow. Do it on Monday. Get on the front foot. Get in the faces. We'll get something out of the game. If we don't, we don't. But at least we've gone for it. Can't be afford to be sitting back. So, no. Can't be left wondering. We shouldn't be left wondering. Paint no. um, art and all that. Yeah. I don't think there's been a pre-match press conference. Uh, so we haven't had any updates on uh, Coventry who came off injured and Pelty who also came off injured. So we don't know if they're going to be fit or not. There's nothing come out of the club, uh, which I'm surprised that, to be honest with you. So I don't know what you think, Danny, but would you... Would you would you expect to see a three back in anyway? Would you expect to see a similar formation, or, or certainly would you want to see a change back to four three three? Change it back to four three three. I mean, it, to me, it's interesting the club haven't said anything, and mm. it's the day before the match, yeah. and it kicks off at one o'clock. So we're we getting something at six o'clock in the morning. Like, have, have we scheduled the tweet for the, the wrong day, mm. um, or is it? A cheeky, right, we're not going to say anything. You know, because I noticed that the club changed tactic on Twitter by not having um, the actual formation in the top of the tweet. They've changed that, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's a bit, ooh, interesting. Um, and no pre-match press either uh, of at weekends. Is that because Matt Taylor was away on the Saturday watching somebody? Or we don't know. Um but for me, it has to be four three three because basing it off Borough's last eleven against Luton, uh, they go very strong up top. They've effectively got an attacking four because you've got the three and then the one man up top. So you need a fair whack at the back to stand up to that. Plus, you've got a lot of pace out wide in Giles and Bowler on the left and Dejek Steele and Jones on the right hand side. So that would cater more to Harding playing as a right back rather than your wing back. Which mm. then, and if Peltier is injured, slot him in at the right back in your four. Um, and then to counter it on the other side, you have Kelder and Fergie. And obviously on the right hand side, you've got Harding and Albeni. Um, it seems to be more of like a, a sitting midfield two with Barter and Mowat. Uh, so my midfield would be Lindsay, Rathburn. Coventry if he's fit, but if we want to go physical, bring a Dauphin in and then just shuffle it round slightly. Uh, and then, like I said, up top, Fergie, Hugh, Long or Benny, pace out wide, big man in middle, counteract that with um, with the big men they've got at the back as well. Um, but I want Rathbun in the middle of the park, purely so we get to see the Rathbun-Crooks battle at New York Stadium. <laughs> you know, the six foot seven yeah. against the five foot two. You know, I want, I want to see that battle at New York. And I think, and didn't Rathbun have the better of him at, um, at Riverside and all, didn't he? Not jumping, not jumping not wise, wise course, no. but football-wise, he had, he, had, he had him a bit. So I want to see that again because it'll be fun. 
that yeah, Middlesbrough so that... game was nearly six months ago. <laughs> I know, bloody hell. And Middlesbrough came the closest to scoring in that game, if I remember, because it bounced across the goal face, and I think mm. everyone let out a squeal. Yeah. Um, but there was a comment a minute ago, and I've lost it, about we need to be on the front foot straight away. Absolutely mm. agree. If Middlesbrough win the toss, pressure them straight away, get the ball back. If we if we win the toss, just keep hold of the ball, let them come to you, and then exploit and then exploit it. Don't don't go out wide to start with, because that's <clears throat> that's what they'll want. No. Out wide, win the ball, counter-attack down the side, because that's exactly what they did against Luton. Keep the ball in the middle. We've not been doing it very well recently, but keep the ball in the middle. To use John Brecking's phrase, look after the ball, it'll look after you. Mm. We're not going to do that, though, Danny, are we? Because whenever no, we get... Well, that, well, that's, that's, that's how, how we, we should do it. Sunday league, oof it up and get some possession. Exactly. That's what we do every time we've got a kickoff. Exactly. Like, what's the team? Exactly. But anyway, we need to change it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you've got to, you've got to pay respect to this Middlebury team because they have some excellent players. We know we know Dan Barlash's qualities. We know Crooks's qualities. And John mentions he, he plays a bit further forward, which he did towards at the end for us. Tuber Akpom has got twenty eight goals this season. Jordan Archer signed for them in January, and he's an excellent player. Um, this is a team that can hurt us, Ben, and. Yes, we've got to go for the game. Yes, we've got to be positive, but we can't be being stupid and just you know chucking Woody up, you know, for every counter attack and things like that. You've got, you've also got to pay them the, the respect that they are due, which has been mentioned in the comments. It is a fine balancing act we've got to find to respect these top top championship players. Yeah, but we've done it before. I mean, we beat Sunderland. We beat um, who else? We beat up there when they, Blackburn when they were third. Yeah, we whooped them. Um, so we we have got the quality to do it, and we have got the the management team capable of structuring a plan that can do that. So it's just whether we can or not, you know. That's it. There's no we can analyze it all you want. It's just mm-hmm. we've just got to go out there and win. Like it's as simple as that. We've done it before. We can do it again. But we can also uh, go out there and play crap and lose, like we've done before. Mm. Really, a coin toss. Yeah, yeah, it's that's a worry, isn't it? That's yeah, exactly yeah. what it is. Which one's yeah, going to is, turn? Is that, uh, is that a strength? Because if we go out there and win, we could go out there and win 4 0. Mm. We could we go out there and lose 4 0. Mm. I, I think it depends on the, the motivation players at this point in the season. All depends on them as well. Because if you're a Middlesbrough player, they, they, they could play their strongest 11. But as a Middlesbrough player, in the back of your mind, you've got that first leg at playoffs to think about and second leg at playoffs. So yeah, well, you're probably not going to go into tackles as hard as you normally. Exactly, it's, it's potentially a really good time to play Middlesbrough, potentially. But then at the same time, they may make seven changes, and the players they bring in want to make an impact because they want to make that play that playoff plays their own. Um, <laughs> we don't know until the teams come out, do we? At twelve o'clock tomorrow. Uh, yeah, football man, football. Um, ben. Give me your prediction. What score prediction? Well, what other prediction would you like to give me? Uh, I don't know, team. Okay. Oh, no, I'll, I'll do score. Uh, I think... 2-1, uh, one of them. Beautiful. Get that Hawaiian shirt out, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Mick? Um, I think we'll lose. I think it's going to go down... I think it's going to go down the Wigan on last day. 
Um, so I think it's going to be two one to Middlesbrough. Can't be taking this too much stress, Danny. I mean, for our YouTube viewers, I've already done my team prediction and and tactics as well. I'm, I'm getting into this football. I might do my wafer badges up at summer. Um, <laughs> question question is: Do I go with my head or with my heart for this for this result? On game forty five of the season, you've got to go with your heart. Going with my heart. Barless is going to no. Crooks is going to score. He's not going to celebrate. We're going to bring it back to one-one, but not before half time. We'll okay. do it. It will do early in early in second half, and then we'll win three-one. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm going to go two-two. Same as Burnley. I'll settle for a Desmond every day of the week tomorrow. Yeah. Every day. I'll, Are we all I'll, happy that a draw does it? Hmm. Yeah, you can't, you can't see an eight goal swing on final day, can you? I can't see an eight goal well, swing. What were it last year? Who did it last year? In League yeah, but, uh, Bristol. 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 Bristol had to have like Bristol a five goal swing um, against. Promotion battle's different, though, isn't it? North, Northampton only won seven nil against already relegated Scunthorpe. Do you think Warnock's going to let Reading win five nil? No. 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 Our Uncle Neil will do everything in his power to beat Reading for us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be, beat Sheffield. He'll beat Sheffield United somehow, and then yeah. he'll beat Reading, and then he'll go. Well, if Robin go down, it's still their fault, mm. you know. But... Just, right, just right into the mix when we when Neil was our manager. After we were safe, we lost five nil to Hull on the final game of the season. Final away game of the season, we lost one nil to Blackburn at home on the final final day. I think no Hull away with the final was it Hull game away? We lost, ah. banked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, straight after we're safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ah, here we go. Right, comments. Ian Bradley, 3 0. Uh, Josh says 1 1. Balas are on goal. Balas are for them. Um, Phil says 0 1 to them. Carl Briggs says Georgia Kelly to save with 1 1. John Mill says 3 1 to them. Hopes is wrong. Matt Squire says 2 0 down to the final game. Matt Mill says similarly 2 1. INS says 3 1, 3 2 to the Millers if we attack. 7 0 Borough if we sit back. <laughs> one nil to the Millers. Steve Gundy says two one to them. Azza says two one to Rotherham. Uh, Mike Connell says play play like against Cardiff. We lose three one, but like we did against Blackburn, we win two one. Andy Kelly says two one. Chris Teller says one one. Uh, yeah, Matt Squires mentions the five one as well. Uh, Mike Connell ask, asks the most important question to get of the day. Oh, Mr. This is the, the referee. Now, I'm I'm not going to sugarcoat anybody. But prepare yourselves. Keith Stroud is going to be the man in the middle on Bank Holiday Monday. Um... <laughs> It'll be disappointed, will Keith? It's going to be really disappointed because it's not. He's not got the live Sky game, so he's not going to get on telly. That's true. That is true. Um, Keith Stroud. There's nothing more I can say. I'm not going to bother with his stats because. I what, what, was, what was the last game he refed us for? That Coventry game. Ah. With the Hugo uh, disallowed goal, which he knows he got wrong. We can't, you know, we're not going into too much detail, but he knows he got it wrong. Uh, uh, so... We went, went into detail more or less with, with the one straight after that, Matt. We, we know how he, we know how he knows he got it wrong because yeah, of yeah. a certain friend of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Interestingly, 
he, he was was he not sorry Danny was no, he not fourth, fourth official yesterday at the Red and Wigan game Red and Wigan Wigan game was he was he I believe he was uh, I might be wrong um, but you know the same the same foul on the um, Wigan keeper that was that got us a disallowed goal against Coventry managed to allow the Reading goal yesterday but there you go that's another story in it I suppose but, no, no, no. <laughs> I was all over Langford. Ah, I recognised him. Can I just say? I know we'll we'll, we'll go. I've I've not upset Mike Mike sixty one Miller tonight. Can I just say that the game on Thursday night saw one of the worst refereeing decisions I have ever seen in my entire life, and I have never seen anything like it. The the Jamie Lindsay. For anybody who's not seen it, everybody must have seen it. Jamie Lindsay grabbed the Carter Cardiff player, both hands by the shirt from the back, dragged him backwards onto the floor, and the referee played on. I mean, the guy was it was it was one of those. It was take one for the team. Oh, you know, yeah. he's Nailed pulling on, yeah. right in front of the linesman. Nothing. I mean, I've never seen anything like it in the whole of my life. We, we, we were just sat there with heading his hands. Oh, that's a yellow card. Here we go. You know, free kick, dangerous position. What's going to happen now? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> nothing's going to happen. What? Yeah. I mean, I mean we, 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 we've, we've, seen, we've seen that Matt Taylor's signed for Peniston Cricket Club. Maybe Jamie mm. Lindsay wants to sign for Rotherham Titans next season and he's yeah, his audition. I'll tell you what. If they've got a scouting, if they've got a scouting stands on Thursday night. Is in with a chance. <laughs> yeah. Um, John Morell, yeah, ref was shocking, but he did get all the major decisions correct, which I think is fair. And maybe you can accept that. You know, if if you're going to be rubbish, at least get the big ones right. I think he probably did. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Um, I think we've done this last few episodes, but let's do it again. Finally, one word answer: Are we staying up, Ben? Yeah, Danny. Yes. Mick? Yes. Let me ask you another question. If this wasn't Rotherham United, take your hat off. Take your Rotherham United hat off. Pretend you're a Borough fan. Are Rotherham United staying up? Yes. 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 By the skin of our teeth, I'd say, as an opposition fan. Okay. Fair enough. If I'm an opposition fan, I think I th- I'm very positive. I would, I would be more positive about Rotherham. It's just a point, isn't it? It's just I a mean, point. I mean, I mean te- technically, even if we lose against Millsborough, we could still stay up with a point at Wigan. It just makes it a hell of a lot more difficult. Yeah. I think we want the, we want the draw against Middlesbrough as a minimum, just yeah. for ease. You know, because mm. <clears throat> speaking from speaking from my own personal point of view, I don't want to get relegated dressed as a dog at Wigan. <laughs> <laughs> That is the most important thing, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, but it's like, yeah. but if we lose this one, a point would still, d- depending on how badly mm. we, we do lose, a point would still do it. Mm. Um, Wigan are already down, so they're effectively play, uh, playing for pride, which can be a very dangerous thing. So, But that's why there's the highlight on the middle of the game to get a little bit of something, mm. because they're in the playoffs regardless. You know, they're yeah. playing for position and not for pride, which could mm. put a, more pressure on them, but if you're playing for pride, it just takes the pressure off, just like, oh, go out and get her all. Mm. Which is why I look at the Middlesbrough game as a bit more of a pick summit up there, and we should be okay. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, comments. John says yes. We'll stay up. Gaza says yes. Josh, Ian, Cal, Richard say no. <laughs> Gaza says yes. John Murrell says unknown. Uh, Matt Squire says yes. Russell asked me. Uh, I mean, the Miller's staying up. I go back to what I've been saying for the most second half of the season. I still can't see this team going down. I, ca I can't see this team going the last four games without winning. That that would just be mad. I, I, the, with, the, with the results that this team has picked up in the past, and no pressure does strange things like Ben's mentioned, John mentioned the comments. And, that, and as a neutral, I quite enjoy what pressure does to people in football, especially in football. It can make things so exciting. Mm. But I've just got faith that this team will still do it. Even after Thursday, I've still got faith in this damn team. Um, yeah, but the, the thing is, Matt, it would be nice just to watch what pressure does to somebody else. Yeah. And we could do like always. playoffs. You know when Sheffield Wednesday, Barnsley and whoever else take part in the League One playoffs? We can all enjoy that from the final. That'll be great. That'll be great so long as so long as we're not looking at who we're going to be playing as the, lo as the losers of them games next season. That's why, we, that, that's why we all love watching football. You know, yeah, these, these big nights, what 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 it does to you. And yeah, as a fan and as a player, it's it's one of the reasons it's the greatest sport in the world. One of the many reasons. These are the things, aren't we? You look back and, and uh, we opened the they opened the we opened the podcast on this and we can close it on this, can't we? It's it's St. George's Day. You know, look at the pleasure, look at the pleasure that that. 12, that we was that we had twelve months ago today, <laughs> you know, the pain that the pain that we went through to get there, but then that release was just something else. Yeah, what a day. Um, John Brell says, "Matt, you've been saying this heading. You've been saying this, and that you've been, and you've only been heading one day. Say so you're going down for God's sake." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll do it. Yeah. I'm confident we'll do it. I've, I've, it hurt Thursday, didn't it? it? As we all know, it hurt Thursday, but we'll still do it. I'm very, very happy and confident. It, in that it's legit too. turning into a Ted Lasso episode, isn't it? Well, yeah, we'll we, like, well, we, we, we need a we need a tie. Sign up here that just says believe. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's it's the final game of the season, so hopefully we're hoping that we can have a you know an all pleasant lap of appreciation by the players as well post match, and hopefully it's all nice and pleasant. No pitch invasion, apparently. But, but, but I can see there being one if we win. We can't if we win, condone and we can't... No, 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 no. No, we, we, and we don't condone it, but I can see one happening if we win. Because if we win, we're up. But, but just do your, pitch, but do your pitch invasion, be polite, don't go and fight don't do position it. fans don't do it, like we did at Gillingham, because that was stupid. Just go on the pitch, have your merry dance, do leave the corner flags alone, go back into the stand, laugh at appreciation, then we can all go back to the pub and get absolutely lashed. But if we draw, no pitch invasion. To correct you, Danny, I'm like, don't go on the pitch. <laughs> I, I, never, I never said I was, I'm saying I can see one happening if we win. But, but, but don't, because it's naughty. Don't. And technically illegal now, so don't. Technically illegal, that's very true. Anyway, yeah. let's move don't, on. Don't evade the pitch, leave, leave it be, stay in the stand. Hour and 16 minutes, we've gone very, very long tonight. Maybe as you would expect after the Cardiff game, to be honest with you. Um, thank you all that's been with us. Thank you for put up with our absolute nonsense and at times rambling nonsense. Um, we will be back. We will have a post-match tomorrow, which will be up tomorrow. Instant reaction from the Middlesbrough game. Again, one way or another, it may be well worth a watch, depending on what happens in the game. What sort of Cardiff instant reaction was. Um, I, don't know what, 
that obviously depends what time we get out of the stadium. But yeah, we will certainly do an instant reaction and crying each other's shoulders or hug each other with relief. We will find out in less than 24 hours' time. Um, I might pull the same stunt I pulled against Hull where I'd offer that keeper 20 quid to let us score, and he did. <laughs> yeah. Um, Michael Carnell, our we, 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 we asked about the subscriber count. We're well over the 1,000. The fish-eating nonsense will happen post-season. We will definitely do it. Danny can't back out of this. Trust me, can't. I'm not backing out, don't worry. Um, but yeah, if uh, if you are haven't subscribed already, please do subscribe. Ben, John's got a comment for you about NFL in the comments. I'll let you uh, you know, answer that directly. Um, we will be back. I think we're going to do an episode Wednesday. I think for the post for the review of the Middlesbrough game, and then we'll do an episode close to the time with the Wigan game, depending on what's happening with it. Um, Probably keep an eye on social media. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook, obviously underscore pod, just so we keep an eye on what's happening there because things could change. Maybe an emergency pod if we survive. Who knows? Um, keep an eye on that for that. Ben, thank you for being with us tonight. It's been a pleasure to have uh, have a future NFL star in our midst. Thank you very much. <laughs> Can I just oh, say, uh, I think Ravens, Ravens, Dolphins. No way. Miami, Miami done really well in the draft. Miami. Anyway, uh, Ben, more importantly, yeah. would you like to answer Jamie's question? <laughs> is Ben's tattoo on his arm Rotherham related? <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, I don't know if you can read. Oh, I don't know if you can read that. So it's. Just oh, read that's it. not all right, actually. It says, it says, when the whiskey's dripping from my tongue, do me a favour, drop me off in Rotherham. Yes. I mean, this one and then this one's kind of Rotherham related. Yorkshire. 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 So, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, but it is. It's good. Thank you, Ben. Thank you much, Ben. Danny, thank you for being with us tonight, mate. And uh, we'll see you. I'll see you tomorrow. I see you tomorrow. Hopefully, it's a positive one. <laughs> and Mick, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. No, you're very welcome. Thank you, everybody. And we'll see you all soon. <coughs> up the Millers. And God, I hope we do it tomorrow. You know? I'm stressed already, but come on, up the Millers. Up the Millers. <laughs> What's got around the back? And Richie Wood has done it again! The magic man has come up with another trick! Well, there's a chance to seal it! It's done! It's Georgie Kelly! Rotherham United's pathway back to the championship is opening up! Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.